welcome, 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 YouTube. Welcome to the No. Yes, for those who don't know, No is a new station created by me, Khan. And on the show, we we basically shoot the shit, as the title says, with various guests. And my guest today is none other than my P3 brethren, brother from another mother, Mr. Two Beers. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, thank you for having me on. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Well, hopefully everything is going well. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> this show is a little bit different than the stuff we used to do. You know, um, it, with the with the three P P three stuff, uh, we were more organized. We we had topics to talk about and uh is actual more... research yes yes. <laughs> yes definitely actual research but as the title for those who don't know the no no stands for no nothing opinion on everything so guess what here on a shoot the shit we're going to shoot the shit and give our opinions on various things and if we're wrong so be it we're wrong but we're still going to give our opinion on it whether we know something on it or not right pretty much pretty much so um, let's let's uh, let's first go through and hit the uh, first elephant in the room because I'm sure if anybody who listens to this might have been former uh, listeners to maybe one of our old uh, podcasts, I want to let you know P3 is not dead, is not gone. The band hasn't broken up. It's just that we got to find time. <laughs> this is basically to get together and 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 to do these type of things. Uh, we got two of the three members, of course, GNS uh, being the third. Uh, always, anytime, come on the show. We could get together again and do uh, P3 anytime. It's just, you know, scheduling. A couple, bit word. of a rough. Go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just said word. Disagreeing yeah. with you. Yeah, it was a bit of a rough schedule, uh, thing for me. I know I got sick later on, and then I had issues with my grandmother being sick. Uh, she um, unfortunately did pass away later on this year was a sad time still getting over it but you know that's part of life uh but uh yeah so um a lot of things you know outside things delayed i'm not taking all the blame for it but <laughs> you know yeah, we were all going through some crazy stuff at that time yeah so uh it's like one thing after another yes yes so genus if you're listening definitely uh hit me up probably on Twitter because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I guess uh, you know Discord annoyed you with all those uh, prompts trust me I know it could be very annoying but uh, definitely hit me up hit two beers up if you're more comfortable with that because you know you guys grew up and all and he has probably all your information where me was just you know mainly uh, Discord and uh, Twitter but either way hit us up let us know when you're free come on shoot the shit or you know what let's get 3P back up and let's get it running. Uh, but aside from that, man, how do you feel, man? I'm feeling not too bad. Getting over a cold, but can't complain. Feeling real good. Good, good, man. Oh, my gosh, that's my alarm, because typically around this time, usually, <laughs> I'm getting ready to stream. But uh, today was, this week was a holiday week. We streamed early, uh, day before Thanksgiving. Yes, this is coming after Thanksgiving, even though the video may not be available until about Monday. But, uh, yeah, so that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Anything new in your life? Mm. Not much. <laughs> still uh, grinding, still trying to make things happen. Um, okay. Trying to actually uh, navigate through this um, 
cesspool of morons and ignorance and trying to, to be the better person about it. Gotcha. Basically, basically, like I say, in a way, I'm trying to return to the uh, Henry that I was like back in my college days. The guy who actually wanted to talk it out and make peace with everything instead of this uh, this kind of like a uh, guy who wants to like kick people's face in that I have become now. <laughs> well, well, as the title says, know nothing, opinion on everything. These type of people, which is pretty much the Internet now. Uh, let's face it. If you're listening, you're probably most likely one of them. You're pieces of shit. Um, not to say that everybody is pieces of shit. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of you. There's enough of you, you know, who get online and, you know, always just 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 wants to run your mouth, you know. Anonymity yep. just, uh, makes men out of a lot of people, you know. Yep. Just wake up in the morning grabbing your nipples. Can't wait to type some bullshit into the comment section of a video. Or harass some uh, woman online or some little kid just sitting up there jizzing all over that shit. Can't, just can't wait to do it. <laughs> we yeah. know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely know who you are, man. And you know what? If you want to you wanna listen to the video, start crying, and type nasty comments, sure, go ahead. We need the YouTube view, so be sure. Go ahead, do it. We accept all comments, good or bad. And don't worry. Yeah. If you do send us some pretty shitty comments, which I think a lot of you are up to the challenge we're doing, we'll clap back. We got plenty of time in the world. We have no problems with that. Yep. <laughs> we're men. We could take pretty it. Pretty tough. We could take it. Yeah, we could take it. <laughs> and if you want to use... I think you, you might not be able to take the things that we say back at you, but we're, we're, we're pretty seasoned with this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been around the world. We've been around for, for, for many years. <laughs> I'm not saying we're old. <laughs> But, you know, we're, we're veterans. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, talk about other shitty stuff that's, that's been happening in this world, man. Uh, Kid Rock, man. What is up with your boy, Kid Rock, man? My boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I come on the internet, I, man. I really don't, like, I started seeing when he, like, started showing up with, uh, and the Trump pictures and all that sort of shit. And then when he started yeah. saying stuff about, like, Beyonce and stuff like that. I'm just like okay, maybe he's just going through the motions because it's like um, some of the some of the, the people on the activist side started attacking him and saying calling him um, culture vulture. Gotcha. Like uh, stuff like that, and I think he maybe took that the wrong way. He went completely anti uh, anti um, black instead of just like uh, against the people who actually were uh, coming at him and attacking him for it. Yeah. Who is the internet? They probably weren't even black. The people who were saying it to him. Um, but whatever the case, like, uh, I th that's where I think it probably his descent into, um, whatever the hell he's turned into now started. Like, um, he's one of those people that he doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So like, I don't even get mad whenever like, uh, some stuff pops up that he's, he said some more stupid shit. It's just what I expect out of him now. Yeah. He, he, so evidently TMZ, wonderful TMZ, uh, wound up getting a uh, video from him in a drunken stupor. Uh, basically stating that uh, he was at a, a honky tonk rock and roll uh, steakhouse in Nashville, and he's he's yelling into the microphone, <laughs> "Fuck Oprah!" <laughs> Oprah Winfrey is like, "Hey, I want women to believe in this shit. Fuck her. She can suck a dick sideways." And then he goes off to say, "I'm not a bad guy. I'm just an honest guy saying I don't like Oprah or Joy Behar." So he's he's attacking now Joy Behar to the view. <laughs> 
for for whatever. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is he still know. running for like is he still running for like office or something like that? Maybe. He, Wasn't he, he trying to get a seat at one point in time? Probably. I have no clue. I don't follow Kid Rock, <laughs> man. I I don't, man. He doesn't he, he he's just gonna own it. He's gonna take it, he's gonna own it and uh run with it. But I I don't get it, man. I I, I guess this is the new end. Uh, I don't know whether you want to thank our uh, our president for uh, allowing this ignorance, because you know a lot of these cockroaches, they were um, hiding behind Twitter, you know, kept their mouth shut, they didn't say anything. But now that you know you got somebody in office who gives uh, zero fucks, <laughs> and <laughs> let's be honest, folks, he doesn't care about you. He only cares about himself. But you know, if you want to take him on as a champion, sure, go ahead. He is the president of the United States. But um, yep. you know they come out and they 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 live in their best life of uh, racism, sexism, whatever you want to put into it, you know. And mm-hmm. it's it's just I don't know, man. This whole I know there's this cancel culture. You know, just let's, let's just get these fuckers out. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like no, yo, it's no it reason. This isn't even. To all you like um, people who love yelling snowflake and and dumb shit like that, or libtards and like um, owning the libs, this ain't even a right or left thing. Like, like as much as I hate you motherfuckers, we're thinking about you as well. Like, um, this motherfucker's driving this whole thing into the uh, the ground. Like your your love of saying racial slurs and thinking that brown and black people are the worst thing to to ever um, exist on the world and that women should be barefoot in the uh, the kitchen cooking dinners and popping out babies and shit. That's not, you, <laughs> you're not getting any of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like these, these, these dudes are steady turning us into a, um, into a third world country. Like they'll be happy when you're, when you're working, uh, when you're working at the, uh, the actual federal minimum wage of $7 and or is it, is it seven or $9 now? I, I, the I, actual I, real federal. <laughs> well, whatever it is, they'll be they'll be happy if you're all working um, under that that low amount of money making making jack shit. You're talking about like two paychecks and not being able to pay your bills. Try three. You sit up there and like you can actually see that the the actual life expectancy of the U.S. citizen is going down every year now. A lot of us are dying broke. A lot of us uh. A lot of us can't pay our health health healthcare bills when we uh when we have healthcare issues, and I'm like, what are you getting out of this? I like that. um I, I don't know. Is Sandy is saying um is Sandy N word? Is it really that sweet? <laughs> I got. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm serious. You drive yourself into the ground. I mean, like, like will you will you vote for Bernie if I say you can call me the N word? <laughs> I mean, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a lot of times man that's all they got man. that's all they got that's the only way they get a rise out of it right and then when you whip their ass or put them in the floor then they want to cry foul you know then they want to call the police then they want you in jail then you're an animal and all this shit but you know whatever they want to do to get a rise of you is okay until then you know it's i, I say equal you know you understand freedom of speech protects you from government <laughs> not from other people kicking your ass right so you can have freedom of speech you can say whatever you want to say but understand there's a penalty that comes with it and if that means me curb stomping you in the fucking ground then that's what it means <laughs> y'all need to read go back and read and you understand that you know freedom of speech doesn't mean i don't knock your teeth out if you want to say some shit towards me 
Oh yeah, and also freedom of speech protects you from the government. Well, yep. not too maybe not too long in the future with this government because um, oh god, this dude he's he's a uh, woof. But yeah, freedom of speech protects you from the government. It yep. does not protect you at your job. Nope. It does not protect you at your place of, point, of nope. employment. It does not protect you uh, on social media under a business that somebody else's own. Uh, nope. That somebody else owns. Like, 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 please just like stop it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I, I don't get it. So let, let, let's for for the idiots who don't know. Let's let's let us read. Let's read what the first amendment of the Constitution is, which was revised back in 1992. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting free exercise thereof, abridging the freedom of speech or of press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Nowhere does it say that I need to honor what you say. Right? <laughs> People need to stop. Oh, freedom of speech, my first amendment. No, you need to read it and understand what the fuck it allows you. Uh, I mean, like, um, right, well, let's humor this. Go, go into, go into your job tomorrow and like, like cur- curse your boss out. Yeah, yeah. See what it gets. <laughs> yeah. And then be like my freedom of speech. Yeah. <laughs> freedom of unemployment. Yeah, or, or walk into a car, walk into a police station mm-hmm. and cut sight on officers. <laughs> <laughs> let that freedom, let that freedom of speech protect you. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Prove oh, me wrong. Oh my god. And. And let, let's 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 not also forget another. Um, um, I'm sorry, I won't have to say this piece of shit with comments, Mr. Joe, Judge mm. Joe Brown. Let's let's get on this motherfucker for a minute, right? <laughs> and this Harriet Tubman thing, because we'll we'll get into this whole. We'll we'll talk about afterwards, you know, uh, uh, fucking Julia Roberts playing fucking Harriet Tubman. We'll get into that in a second, but yeah, let, 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 let's let's get on to this. Mr. Judge Joe Brown, I don't know if it's TV. Does this TV show still come on? I'm not even sure. No, no, okay. it's not. Okay, so this man is probably retired. You know, um, you know, living with his, you know, 26 year old wife. You know, as uh, some of our friends would say, living his best life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this guy got upset because um, he had a debate with. Uh, our, our, our one of our favorite personalities, Dr. Umar Johnson. Oh boy! And uh, they were t- <laughs> they were talking about um, uh, the how Obama's administration was trying to uh, replace Andrew Jackson's uh, face on the twenty dollar bill with uh, Harriet Tubman's, and uh, he was upset with this. Um, he looked at it as basically as a feminist movement, and. <laughs> And he's had many comments to say, like uh, after his horrible comments, he went on Twitter to say, I respect I respect black women immensely. I'm prepared to die for him. However, our race has been kept in line by the suppression of its men. A protocol of slavery was to always recognize and to promote female and disparage the male. The lady bill thing is a continuation of this tactic. 
And then he goes, I see sissy boys trying to set me out for being an unrepentant man. I find it fascinating that they've been so effectively turned into pussies by femme propaganda and ideate, uh, good, ideate like their XX. I don't get that one, but I guess that's chromosome. I don't know. XX, I have no clue. Uh, manhood isn't dead. It's time all men reasserted themselves and stopped the uh, rot of families. I'm ready to challenge the breakfast mm. food, uh, breakfast food, which is, of course, he's going at the breakfast club, jelly-filled Pop-Tarts to have it out one-on-one, or me versus the lightweight sissy asses at the same time. My show on Fridays, if they have the cojones, bring it on. <laughs> so you like a full-blown minimus now? Yeah. Yeah. That it? Yeah. Like he drunk all the Kool-Aid, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, they say, so they can't get a white woman. So they want a black woman. They don't care. They just want a woman and it downs masculinity. Right. Okay. So I'll let you take part of this history. There is truth to somewhat of what he says, right? Uh, you know, um, uh, effeminating men, the black male, that's, that's something that we do see, right? From back of slavery, cutting off balls and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. So to outside of his ignorance, there is some truth to what he's saying, right? So I'll, I'll let mm-hmm. you, I'll let you go ahead and say, but dude, it's 2019. Go ahead, go ahead, man. <laughs> I'll let you take that one. I don't have much. Like I, I was like, he's, he's become like such a, like I said, like, like I, I don't even like, um, you don't really know how he did I get on certain topics when it comes to like race and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I kind of feel like pity for this guy. And I don't mean pity like, um, it's more like it's just like pathetic watching him. Like he just says like shit that makes it's, it's, um, it's like a, a child crying out for attention kind of in the way. Yep. Like I, um, yeah, I, I, like I don't get any of it. It's like, um, like you're pushing this minimus, minimus, uh, shit down, but aren't you the same guy who, who kept going back to Pamela, no matter how many times she cheated on you with Tommy, <laughs> like, um, like, uh, fucking somebody else at the same time she was fucking you. Damn. Like, uh, that, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for somebody who's, who's pushing this whole, like, like pro man, power man shit. Like, I, I don't really, I don't really get that from your, uh, from your history. So I don't know where, I don't know where any of this is coming from. Like, I don't know if, um, if you're just trying to get some of that, like, grifter conservative money, because I would, I would assume that through royalties and, and through your, um, your catalog that you still eat pretty well. Uh, I don't know if one of those things where you got your heart broken too many times, and just like a lot of the, um, these, uh, these moist, um, bitch ass crybabies that we have to deal with, uh, online every day if you just turned into one of them. Cause, like, come on, dog, you don't really want to go on the Breakfast Club. Toby Charlemagne wouldn't eat this guy alive in like the first ten minutes of the interview. I know. I know. It's like, come on, man, come on. Well, but yeah, people, I, I don't even really have much to say on it, though. A lot of people are calling him a hotep, which is possible. It's definitely possible the way he's talking. So uh, he, he, one of the things he's also stated was the status of ethnic group is determined by its men, not its women, and putting a black woman on there before a black man is assaulting to the black race because you're saying that men ain't worth a damn when you put a woman up there first. 
Kid Rock said that also? No, this is coming from Judge Joe Brown. Oh, okay. I'm like, isn't that the Judge Joe Brown stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm going to I want to tell you a little bit of history. You know, we started off with my grandmother, and I want to give a little bit of history. You, you, you know the song, uh, uh, Papa Was a Rolling Stone, where every lad mm-hmm. laid his hat was his home? Yeah, that was my grandfather yeah. who passed away uh, last year. My grandmother strong black woman had to raise two kids by herself while her husband went off and went to go marry seven other women and have seven other have babies all across you know america because that's what the type of person he was and you could tell me about women and men being stronger and so forth but let's let's be honest man there's a lot of women that one have children and two have to raise them on their own and guess what they're not weak now don't get me wrong there's always exceptions to the rules. There's a whole bunch of uh, pieces of shit mothers out there. But in the most cases, mm-hmm. for most of the cases, for a lot of stuff, you know, <clears throat> women women are, are, you know, they got to take the brunt of a lot of shit. And and let's, let's look at this. First off, women, and this is no SJW. This is just me telling you facts of shit I've observed. Uh, women... Are, are second-rate citizens in this in this especially in this country and in many countries uh, you can even look at Japan where they're forced there was an article that came out that actually talked about how they're forced to wear glasses I'm um, excuse me they're, yeah. they are or they're not it's either they are or they're not allowed to wear glasses it's just stupid shit man right so so across the world we see how women are being objectified and put at a, a lower rate and let's be honest if you're a black woman it's even worse it's even worse, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. We, 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 as as brothers, man, we don't need to be shitting on our queens like this, man. <laughs> we don't. Nope. We don't. We don't. We, it, as a black race, we're strong together. It doesn't matter if you're men or women. If I got, if I got a first black female president over a first black male president, it wouldn't matter because guess what? I saw a first black president. It didn't matter whether it was whether it was Barack or if it was Michelle. It wouldn't fucking matter to me because guess what? I saw the first black president. I don't care if it's man or female. I care about our culture, our ethnicity. Fuck this shit, man, about sex. Get the fuck out of here, man. Fuck, can- cancel culture. Fuck you, Judge Joe Brown. Man, get the fuck out of here. That's stupid bullshit, man. Your, what's, your old ideologies is what's wrong with this fucking world. And no, it doesn't make this fucking country strong. It make it weak. It makes it fucking strong. Because we need to get past these old fucking ideologies. I'm, I'm tired of it, man. We need to start getting past this shit so I can get my fucking Star Trek future where communists <laughs> right? we're all in space working for the fucking military. But guess what? We're all together. We're all mixed. We're in a bright with aliens, people of different ethnicities, it doesn't fucking matter. And guess what? We're all fucking happy and we're working towards a single goal of uniting the world under one fucking corporate umbrella. That hap- no, so I didn't say government, I said corporate. It's not, it's not the best choice. <laughs> it's Spacer's choice. <laughs> so, man, oh, anything you want to say on this motherfucker before we go into this... Uh, <laughs> Before we go into the uh, Julia Roberts shit, man. Like, oh, I think he's fucking tweaking. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the disrespect to have somebody that, that, that saved so many people um, of our race that, that may have even saved somebody in your bloodline. Like, that may that may have affected you actually being born. You you don't know this. Yeah. Or maybe he does. Maybe he traces bloodline back that far. But just to be that disrespectful, like, who the fuck cares? Like uh, you basically just covered all like um, you covered everything I would I would have said about this guy like like uh, it's it's um it's medieval thinking it's beyond stupid 
and I'm on that same Gene Roddenberry shit. Like, imagine us going into space and and meeting a uh, a civilized um, a civilized uh, race, and <laughs> we talking some dumb shit about <laughs> women below men. <laughs> you yeah, do man. a disservice to your culture. <laughs> Yeah, you all this shit, man. You like, no, man. I can't be taking this captain stare. I can't be taking orders from a woman. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, aliens, it's, man, get the fuck out of here with that old idea. Man, get the fuck out of here with that old ideology. Man, that shit's gotta go, man. That aliens gonna be looking go. at you like trash. Exactly. <laughs> That's why we never came to Earth in the first place. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh man. But uh, speaking of Harriet Tubman, right? So, um, Entertainment Weekly put out an interesting, interesting article. Um, we'll make sure we'll we'll copy it and put it into the uh, the comments, and uh, we'll put it up right now for you to link. But the link down in the comments too. So, unfortunately, oh my goodness. So they were um, talking to um, to uh, Gregory Allen, right? Who was uh, one of the screenwriters for the. Uh, and the producer for the uh, Harriet movie that just came out, and <laughs> and he was basically told in in the actual meeting, and this is a quote: "I was told that one the studio head said in the meeting, the script is fantastic. Let's get Joey Roberts to play Harriet Tubman." Allen then explained, when someone pointed out that Roberts couldn't be Harriet, the executive producer says, "It was so long ago, no one's going to know the difference." <laughs> <sighs> what fucking bullshit is this man <laughs> now now there's this idea that um people have of what they call um white saviors and this is something that we see in hollywood and the idea is that there's behind most black stories you know there's always the, a white person who helped them to get to that point right uh, well, what's the football one? The uh, Baltimore Ravens player. Um, I forgot, but I know what you're what, talking about. The um, oh my goodness, I can't even think about. It. But supposedly, how the mom, you know, a lot of people. If, if evidently he was upset with the movie, I don't know why, but but you know, you have that, and then there's a lot of other examples. I guess I could go to if you want me to. I'll run down the list at a later time in the comments wow. if you want me to. But basically, anytime you have like. Uh, a big historical event there was always like this one person who happens to be Caucasian who who helped you either gave you the idea or or opened the door to allow you to get free to go do all your stuff and it's this idea in Hollywood of this white savior complex and I want to say that this would be it in case but come on man we, we we've we've already whitewashed freaking all the Egyptians with Cleopatra being white in almost every incarnation. We whitewashed <laughs> almost like all of Ten Commandments. I mean, come on, dude. This, this is getting out of hand. This is Charles getting out of hand. Been. Yeah, and we... Yeah, Char, yeah Charlton has... Yes, thank you. <laughs> the only Moses I know. <laughs> I mean, I know, oh, shit. And I know the argument always will be, well, it's acting, right? 
So as an actor, <laughs> race shouldn't matter. You could play any role you want. You guys are crying about Michael B. Jordan. You know, you guys want Michael B. Jordan to be Superman, but you know, you 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 did Hamilton to play, and it's all African Americans, and Hamilton is white. So so I don't understand what the issue is. And you guys keep going around and changing the ethnicities of every freaking comic book character <clears throat> that comes out all the time. Like you want to make Batman black, you want to make Batman a woman, you want to make this and that. So this is the argument that you come, but come on, folks, this is Harriet Tubman. This is a story about a woman who was freeing black slaves and getting them out of the South to the North for safety. You know, I mean, come to Oh, I think you can yell that, sir. (laughs) So we'll let him go off as he gets yelled at in the pack round. But um, it's... It, it makes no sense, man. Like, just like just people, think about this from this standpoint. You have a woman, African-American woman, who was a slave, who's shepherding people from the South to the North via the Underground Railroad to free slaves. And you want her to be played by Julia Roberts. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of Caucasians in that time frame that helped to make this possible, right? You're not going to be able to move slaves in and out without having, you know, allies, white allies on both sides, whether it's down south or up north, right? So there's plenty of people, Caucasian people, white people, whatever you want to consider yourself, that could help us in that movie and still look good, right? So you have heroes on both sides. So why would you take the main character and turn her white? it just goes to show you, like, um, just how, like, uh, ridiculous people are, like, uh, in the Hollywood sector. Yeah, Hollywood seems to not care about anything. Yeah. I mean, it's like, if you go back and to, like, um, like, even though it's still, like, it's finally changing now, um, people are acting like it's been a watershed moment, but still, it's like, it's nowhere near where it, it's nowhere near where it needs to be. And then even on top of that, like, uh, I think 2015, there was a, a movie based on the true story about a um, Hawaiian and Chinese pilot. It casted like a, a white woman as the uh, the character. Wow. <laughs> so it's like you, or, or even the, um, the the Ghost in the Shell uh, movie where yeah. it had that big fallout with uh, Scar. Yeah. And like, you know, at first, um, they had a good excuse for it when they were basically saying a robot doesn't have any race. So it's like, it doesn't matter if she doesn't look that way because it's just a, a robotic show. Yes. But then when you end up showing like that it was actually still a Japanese woman. <laughs> she goes, she's going by the, uh, the, the, uh, the Japanese name and everything like that. Like at the, uh, was it at the end when it revealed like um, who her past life was? I'd never seen Ghost in the Show, the, uh, oh, okay. the movie now. <laughs> I've seen the anime, but it's like a, anime a long time ago, like back in the '90s when it first came out. But I've never it, seen it just kind of it, it throws that whole excuse out of the uh, out the window at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it could have been so like a, a. It could have been Carbon. Um, a car. Well, what's that movie show called? Something Carbon on Netflix with uh, uh, Joe Kilman. Yeah, Ultra Carbon with Joel Kinnaman, where he they keep transplanting uh, consciousness from one body to another. So it could be yeah, like that, where you were aging uh, in one life, and then now you're Joel Kinnaman, <laughs> who has no acting chops. At least it makes chops. sense on that one. 
It's just like don't even make it. It's like don't even make that excuse to, or say that out loud. If that's uh, if that was your response to um, to trying to push back on the um, the blowback, but then you end up like all oh, that goes out the window. So it was just lip service that meant nothing. Mm-hmm. And like um, until all the people like I'll flat out say, I'll flat out say to you that like I I personally don't want the races of characters to constantly be uh to be changed to be uh, ethnic roles. I know why they do it, because it's like, uh, instead of going the whole route of creating a brand new character, um, they're thinking the best way to get representation out there the fastest is to actually take a, a well-known popular character, change the race of that person, and that way you've already got them in the mouths of people who are watching and consuming the media, instead of actually trying to uh, take a an existing well-known black character and build them up or try to make a brand new one from scratch. So so like, so, I, 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 so with oh, that what you, with, with that what you just said let's 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 take what you say mm-hmm. and let's apply that to uh, Superman and Michael B Jordan right okay so you know they would probably change Superman a little bit with Michael B Jordan playing a role he probably have the same origin but a little bit different you say you would rather have a uh, more established character how would you go no, about I, that I'm I'm saying that, no I'm saying that I know that's the reason why they're doing it. Yeah, like they, like uh, I'd rather have, uh, I'd rather have uh, Michael B. Jordan play Icon. Agreed. Um, I would be okay with him playing, um, um, is it Earth twenty five or Earth twenty three Superman or uh, Calvin? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him playing the the actual Black Superman either. But, um, but other than that, I, I don't want him to show up and his name be his name's actually Clark Kent. Like, wasn't, uh, wasn't Will Smith supposed to play Superman at one point too? Yep. Yeah. And uh, Beyonce was supposed to be Louis Lane. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. So it's like, um, so I know why I know why they're doing this. I just wish they weren't. It's like uh, I know people are gonna hate at black leads no matter what anyway. Like I, I feel that I feel that like uh, I feel that all you're doing is um, alienating and already like uh soft skin audience as it is and and having them not even give a uh not even give a chance to actually like the uh, product um like a lot of people will say dumb shit like uh well they did it right with miles but a lot of people will for- actually forget that it took basically almost like three to five years for people to actually start liking miles like mm-hmm. i was on i was on the internet like day in and day out arguing with motherfuckers talking about uh <laughs> they made they made spider-man black i'm like no Miles is a completely different person. Peter Parker of the Ultimate Universe died, and Miles took over the mantle. Well, <laughs> they still made Spider-Man, but like a costume does not have a race. <laughs> like like Green Lantern, you can have multiple yeah, Green Lanterns. You can yeah, have Stuart. It's, it's, you you can have you can have anybody. You know, play exactly. I, I was like, there's been multiple people that's been Captain America, multiple yeah. people that's been Batman, multiple people that has been Robin. I was like, "What in the hell?" Like, like hey, fucked you up Spider-Man's so bad too? because they, yeah, like, a, and I'm like, and it wasn't even the, re, it wasn't even the six one six Spider Man. Yeah. And every time you get the same argument, the way you defeated the Black Panther was like, like, um, for one, in the same Ultimate Universe, Captain America, Steve Rogers actually went around as Black Panther for a while, and there was no outrage. We weren't crying over it. We weren't talking about you're you're ruining uh, uh comics or anything like that. 
we were just like, oh, story, um, the story wasn't good, and we, we kind of put it to bed. Mm-hmm. But it's like every other time, and, and then by the way, like all you guys are listening to this, there, there's actually a whole lot more characters, black characters in Black Panther. Like you can like switch it up every now and again. You can say stuff like, what, what if Storm was casted white? Or you could say like, what if Night Thrasher was casted white or Luke Cage? You know, I mean, you know, there, there's actually more people than just Black Panther. <laughs> but isn't Storm you white? Actually like a, isn't uh, Storm white looking at the way they color her comics now? Isn't Storm white? Don't she got a light? And, light uh, <laughs> Emma Rodgers, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely is Emma Rodgers. Dark Skin Storm is forever dead now. Oh, you gotta see Bishop. They they fucked him up too. Bishop, they got both of them doing their whole uh, cre- um, bleach and cream uh, treatment. Oh goodness. <laughs> so yeah, I um. Like, uh, fictional characters are completely different from from actual historical characters that actually lived and and breathed. Like, that's a that's much more of a huge slap in the face than than uh, casting um, than changing the ethnicity ethnicity of a comic character ever will be, or a game character or a cartoon character. Yeah. Like, um. <clears throat> Like, I, I can understand, like, uh, the purists out there who want, like, their, who want their characters to look exactly like how the books and stuff that they came out there. Yeah, but if you're, I understand if that. you're going, in, yeah, but if you're going crazy and insane just because if it's, uh, the race was changed, you know, then, then kick rocks. Like, uh, if the performance is horrible and everything like that, then yes, go off on it. But if it's a great movie and you can't get over that one aspect of a fictional character, you know, like, like, fuck off, who cares? Yeah, I'm gonna give like, some. Um, I'm gonna give some credit to uh, John Campia, the John Campia show. Uh, he changed my ideology on it because I remember back in the day, man, when uh, Clooney Man and O'Donnell Boy came out, and they had uh, <laughs> they had Batgirl in it, and you come to find out that Batgirl was uh, Uncle Alfred's niece, and I'm like, <laughs> what is this fucking bullshit? I was so heated, man, because they changed one little thing, and he was like, dude, it's an adaption everything doesn't have to be exactly the same you know mm-hmm. all that matters is was it a good story was it a good movie and you gotta look at it and yeah. i look at it, it's all movies now from that standpoint all adaptions that way that point i'm like yeah it's good it's good or as bad as bad if you want to take superman and make him emo and depressive and whatever else you want to do oh god the world doesn't get me or understand me my life is so horrible you know, that's fine. If you're going to give me some of the best Superman action sequences ever, I'm going to applaud your movie and say I love it. It's just the way it is. Now, you always know my take on that has been, um, I'm okay if you change the origin. I'm okay if, um, if you uh, take some um, loyalties with the character. But I like it if you actually keep it true to the character. Like, even if it doesn't look like the person, that doesn't really matter if, uh, as long as you keep it true to the character and like um like um for example i i uh i don't want to see an emo crying superman yeah i i uh i'd rather have the um the truth justice in american way like everybody calls the boring boy scout yep. like um so if you could tell any story that's wrapped around that particular character like you want to throw danny devito in the superman outfit but tell me a good superman story i'll, I'll sit down and watch it um so like i i don't <laughs> so that's a that's the way i look at it so like um one of my biggest problems is you already know that, that I've always had with the X Men stories is that like um 
like I feel that some characters were spot on. Like I, I feel Hugh Jackman completely uh, nailed uh, Wolverine. Despite um, being almost six feet tall. Exactly. And you know, a lot of people had beef with that about yes. him becoming Wolverine. And then like now they can't see any, see anybody else as Wolverine. Yep. So like um, my whole thing is like, uh, like um, my beef that I had with X-Men though is that it wasn't all about uh, the changing of certain origins or how people met or things of that nature because like um, First Class to me is my favorite uh, X-Men movie and they completely changed the uh, origin of First Class. Correct. But like um, my beef is like there's there's like tens of thousands of different mutants out there and whenever Brian Singer is doing a um, doing his story, it seems like he just would throw like it seems like he would just see a character that he wants to use and he would just give them any powers that he wanted just to make them fit to the uh, script like there like you could get like a there's so many different mutants with so many different powers you can actually use that exact character that that you need to fill in the to fill in that slot like turning the leader like, uh, like turning the leader of the morlocks into a walking cerebro yes <laughs> <laughs> or um, whatever the hell it was that kitty pride was doing yeah. Um I don't even know what that was. Um so you know like things uh things of that nature. Like um and it kind of like it, it kind of came more into um it was kind of more shown why his stuff was like that when Olivia Munn basically said that um oh you never watched the cartoons. Yeah, so it's like it kind of like but but I don't but I feel the cartoon actually had the had the uh, the characters down way more were, yeah. were made more faithful to the uh, those character characters in the movies were, yeah. so yeah that's my that's my beef like if you want to tell a um, if you want to tell a if you want to so that and my other beef is when you take a um, you take a character and you tell a completely different story with that character that has nothing to do with that character whatsoever but you're just using the name of that character to actually get uh, asses in the seats I can't stand that either. So like if you're gonna if you're gonna tell if you're gonna uh, have a movie coming out from Warner Brothers and you call it Superman, but it has nothing to do with a Kryptonian from uh, uh, the last son of Krypton and it's like about some sort of like bionic man robot or something like that, that sort of thing pisses me off. Gotcha. So like um, that's my that's my main beefs basically. So so back to uh, Michael B. Jordan's Superman. You said you were at the C icon. I, I mm-hmm. agree with you 100%. In fact, in one of our old P3 podcasts, we actually had a discussion about uh, this a while back and becoming Icon. I gave a history of Icon, the character. You should look at it. And in fact, you know what? Maybe I'll link uh, that podcast right below so you can catch up on it and uh, you can hear our thoughts on uh, this. But um, I, I give a thought of this. So let's, let's, say, let's say you're a studio, right? And you're 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 going to make a movie. Which one do you think is going to make more money, a Superman movie or an Icon movie? Superman movie, no doubt. Exactly. So that's why we even the people, see an Icon. yeah, even the people who, um, uh, even the that's why I always, like I I will say once again I understand why they would do it that way, even though I wish they weren't. Yeah. Because um, even the people who are like uh, who are actually like having having conniption fits and like and like uh and having like crybaby fits of even the fall of him uh being superman they'll still push the sales of that just so they can uh they can say that they hated it and it was the worst piece of uh shit they ever saw stuff of that nature 
So it's like it's it's going to drive up sales wherever it's going to be people want wherever it's going to be people who are fans of uh, Jordan, people who want to see what he's going to do as the character out of out of curiosity, or people who flat out just hate that a uh, a black man is um is a uh, is a uh, Clark. Like it's going to push up sales from all three of those uh, categories. Now, now let, we'll, we'll, let's get into a little bit of the Warner Brothers stuff. Let's talk about Warner Brothers. But now Warner Brothers, unfortunately, has not had the best track record for their movies. And let's go into this. If, if they were smart, and clearly their history shows that they're not smart. Um, I'm sorry, but it doesn't. But um, what you would do is, and I know people keep saying, I don't want to hear shared universes. Warner Brothers has like five different universes going on. If you were smart... <laughs> What you would do is, even though you are not going to make a Superman movie or one of those movies until later, Michael B. Jordan is, is kind of, uh, you know, busy. What you would do is you would introduce this character in another movie. You would give people a little bit of a sample of who Icon is, what he does, and get people to go, hmm, wow, that was a really cool action sequence. Wow, that character looks pretty interesting. Maybe I need to Google this Icon <clears throat> character and figure out who he is. Now, don't get me wrong. Icon's been in a lot of DC stuff. He's been in, um, what was it, Young Justice. Um, I think he had a small stint at the very end of Justice League. Or maybe he was in one of the movies. I can't remember. You know, But uh, I think um, Young Justice is probably the biggest cartoon that he's been in um, since, you know, I think uh, DC took over uh, that those franchises. Do they still own that? I remember we had this conversation in the uh, podcast. Do they, does Warner Brothers st- still own Icon? They do, right? It's um, it's sort of a deal with Milestone. Yeah. Like um, they, yeah, they were actually supposed to relaunch the whole Milestone line, but I think there's like um, there's issues happening because uh, Dwayne McDuffie's wife, who owns yeah. like uh, half of it, she wasn't actually consulted. It's like the yeah. ever. The other owners just went ahead and made the deal, and they didn't even approach her on it. So that's why uh, the relaunch um, that was supposed to happen years ago didn't pop off. Gotcha. So, so I, th- I, I I don't know how that works media wise though. Okay, okay. So that's what if I was them, I would do it um, that way. So, but you got if you're DC, you got multiple movies right coming out. You got the Batman coming out, which is new universe featuring Batman, uh, the guy from Twilight. Um, Robert Patterson uh, playing Batman. You have, um, and it has a whole bunch of uh, uh, villains in it. I guess it's going to deal with uh, Arkham, and it's um, dealing with um, when your your favorite stories. Um, what's your one? What's that story? Your favorite one? Your favorite Batman stories with the There's mobsters? Oh, um, the uh, Long Halloween. Yes. Yes. That's what I hear basically is supposed to be loosely based off of. But I guess they're going to mix that with like Arkham instead. So it's going to be loosely based off of that. And I guess they're just going to change the settings of it. So um, you have that. You have Birds of Prey coming out. Um, you have New Wonder Woman, which we'll see a trailer coming out actually on my uh, brother's wow. birthday on the 8th of uh, December. And you have uh, Shazam coming out in what, like a year or two years, I think. Mm-hmm. And Shazam too, right? So yeah, Black excuse me, Black Adam in a year or two, and Shazam too, right? So you got a a list of movies coming out 
um, under under uh, WB, and then you have the success of Joker, which is going to now force you to make sequels where really there shouldn't be any sequels for anybody who saw that movie. It was <laughs> open and it was a story closed shut, and let's be honest, there shouldn't be a sequel to that. Now, if you want to say, okay, let's create new cre- new uh, villains within that world, sure. Go ahead, have fun with it, you know. But these are um, anthologies, right? You you shouldn't be uh, telling and continuing stories, you know. Everything should be always different, but in the same universe, right? So, <laughs> what's your um? How do you feel about um? These Warner Brothers' uh, current lineup of movies. What do you think they can improve on? What do you hope to see from it? Um, like when people say um. When people say the lines, like, I, I've always felt the lines of, like, saying things like superhero fatigue and stuff like that is, I, I always felt that it's a, it's a stupid trend and thing to say and hop on. hop on. Mm-hmm. I just feel when, when something has uh, run its course and it's run its course, um, just like every other popular movie genre that's come before uh, the current superhero craze. Yep, like Vampires like, back in 2000. Go ahead. Yep. Um, but when I think of uh, Warner Brothers, I actually feel that. Like I'm, I'm like so exhausted with their um, with their properties. I can't, I can't get excited about anything that's not an animated property. Like it, it seems like the animation house knows how to knock it out of the park. Um, yep. Just, just like when you were bringing up the whole icon thing earlier, like the way that he he was introduced in the Young Justice, like that's the way you introduce characters in. Like, has a you just don't throw a, a whole uh, movie together with a. Uh, like a full feature-length movie with uh, that stars all these characters, but there's been no build-up for for any of them. Yeah. So like, um, and and it's like every, it's like every time we turned around, like a movie that we're supposed to see, it even got canned or it keeps getting pushed back. Uh, multiple directors being dropped, mm-hmm. uh, people stepping out. You don't even know if um, the same character will be played by the same actor by next year. <laughs> And now it's like it looks like we're going into a new version of the DC universe, uh, um, the DC movie universe. We're actually going to have like two of the original characters from the Snyder universe will still be around, but like uh, we may have a possible different cyborg, we may have a possible different Superman, um, and we're definitely going to have a different uh, Batman. I don't know if uh, if. Um, uh, what's the what's the guy? What's the actor's name? Robert Patterson? Is that it? Yeah. I don't know if his Batman will actually become part of uh, will actually join up with uh, Gadot's uh, Wonder Woman nah. and uh, they're gonna be a Flash. But yeah, and it's just like it's like you have like all these different universes like like uh, floating around and you can't seem to um, figure out if you want to do self-contained movies or if you want to do a shared universe. There's no path to it. You don't have an actual lineup. And then on top of that, the CW universe, which was doing just fine without you, then you started fucking with their shit as well. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's a shame that like, that like I, I see something like the the Rock playing Black Adam, and I'm not like hyped as shit about it. I'm just thinking about all the ways that it could possibly get fucked up. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel currently about the, uh, the WB. Um, movie model i'm i'm scared they're gonna i'm scared they're gonna fuck up uh the new wonder woman movie i don't even know what to expect from the batman movie now um i was hyped up when i heard of uh 
the the director and like um and a lot of people will hate on Patterson because of a uh, Twilight, but I think dude dude has some uh, major major acting chops. So I was like, he's gonna probably bring a very um he's probably gonna show that he's probably gonna show a torn version of Bruce Wayne showing you the the mask that he puts on to pretending to be the uh the the millionaire playboy and show how uh, messed up he is going from that to actually um the uh the uh the actual batman when he dons the uh, cake kind of something that we got from um kind of something close to like uh still the best batman in my opinion my opinion batman the animated series yeah so that's uh that's what i, I was thinking i'm getting out of this but I, I don't even know man what's the guardians of the galaxy director james gunn yeah, James Gunn, I have all the faith in the world that he's going to do a great Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, this is from the same studio that, that hired a, uh, a music video studio to edit their movie. So yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I will admit to everybody watching uh, or listening right now, I look to Khan to get me hyped about DC stuff. Wow. Like I'm, I'm so dead on it. Like Khan has to like bring up the good points of what's happening and like, and like the the actual potential for how good something can be. Where I'm like, okay, I see where you're going, but it's like I, I don't even look for their stuff in the news. Like I don't even, uh, I don't even follow it on Twitter. Like if um, Charlie from Amazing, uh, from from uh, awesome, awesome, awesome emergency, uh, emergency awesome. If he does a video, I don't even click on him anymore. <laughs> Uh, I don't even follow Collider when they're following DC news. Like Khan is my my go-to DC guy right now. Well, let me put a pin into your balloon, sir, by going down the list of movies and how I feel about it. Birds of Prey looks like an utter mess. Uh, the trailers have done nothing for me. The uh, fabulous whatever Harley Quinn garbage, and it's not that I don't like Harley Quinn. It's just that the way the film is, the way the the trailer is looks itself. It just seems like a CW TV show. It doesn't seem like a movie. Um, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I'm excited and I'm very scared. And the reason why I'm very scared is that that movie was supposed to be out November of this year. It was done recording and finished production last year. (laughs) So they let it sit for a whole year. And they're not coming out with it until June 5th of uh, 2021. I mean, excuse me, 2020, right? So then we got the Batman. Uh, sounds interesting. You got uh, Matthew McConaughey playing uh, uh, Harvey Dent and then in the sequel, Two-Face. So, you know me, I love uh, Matthew McConaughey. I've been wanting him to do uh, a comic book villain for a long time. Uh, unfortunately, he had a chance to uh, play a villain in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but turned that down for the, um, the what's it, the Dark Tower? Uh, and yeah, we know how that went. <laughs> That's why I think he's jumping on the first thing he gets a chance with. And let's be honest, right? Um, let's 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 be honest. Matt Reeves is a good director, right? Um, yeah. There was issues with the Planet Ape series, but overall, Planet Ape series was amazing. The technology was amazing. I liked the story. Um, you know, that's an opinion, Same. but um, I think he'll do a, he'll do an excellent job um, with with the Batman. Uh, next, we got Suicide Squad coming out in uh, August twenty August twenty twenty one. Which is let's let's pause for a second. So you got the Batman, which is slated to come out June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, and you got Suicide Squad coming out two months later, 
August 6, 2021. I think that's a bad decision. I think you need to move Batman up. I think Batman needs to come out. It would um, make sense. April, May. And you get Suicide Squad at the end of summer um, because Black Adam's coming out during the holiday season, right? So that that seems kind of us. But yes, yeah, Suicide Squad, I have faith in James Gunn. That's probably one of the uh, few movies on the docket that I'm like, yep, I have no problem with it. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Let's rock. And it's interesting that it's filming now, right? But it's coming out after the Batman, which is still in pre-production. <laughs> Warner Brothers. Anyway, <laughs> next December twenty second, twenty twenty one. And I honestly think this should be a November movie, but fine. You want to do it in December? December is usually owned by um, December is usually owned by Star Wars, and now they're moving mm-hmm. Avatar to December. I think it's Avatar comes out 2021, if I remember correctly. Uh, either 2020 or 2021. I know it's December. Uh, if it's 2021, I think that's a bad move for Black Adam. The Rock does not want to go up against one of the number one movies of all time before comic book movies were the thing. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But Black Adam comes out the 22nd. They got him not fighting Shazam. And he is fighting, um, basically, I don't know if he's fighting, but the JSA is going to be in it. <laughs> Star Girl, let's be. I don't care about the JSA. That's the. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. In terms of comics, that was before my time. I don't care about the JSA, man. That, that's like my grandfather's comics. I, I don't care about that shit. Um, so I don't care about them. You know, I'm sorry. That's just the way I am. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You know how young kids look at like like certain movies or like, dude, it's a decade ago. That's ancient. I'm like that about certain comic characters, right? And then you got Aquaman 2 that's supposed to come out December 16, 2022. Who knows when that's ever going to be made? Jason Momoa, who knows? And then you have The Flash, which is TBA, because as you stated before, they went through, what, like four or five directors have dropped. Mm-hmm. Now they're talking about recasting uh, the actual uh, Flash from Ezra Miller to somebody else. Yeah, I don't see Flash coming out anytime wow. soon. But plenty of movies. You could throw... You could throw Icon into any of those, right? You could you could put Black Adam as a period piece. You could put Icon into Black Adam as just as a side character. One of the things I don't understand is that, like, um, all right, so um, Wonder Woman did pretty good. Yep. Uh, Aquaman did good. Yep. So it's like uh, let those movies sit where they are as good origin stories. Um, use those as the reboots of your, use those as the reboots of your, um, your cinematic uh, universe. If you want to actually, if you want to actually introduce a, uh, if you want to actually introduce a character by the second flick of Aquaman or by the, um, the, the second or third flick of uh, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and introduce a, another character then, but it's like, let that go ahead and be the start of your, start of your series is you're building up if you still want to actually try to attempt to do a Justice League again. See, you like, can't uh, do that. You can't do that. And why is that? Because the Batman has to be the build of your new series because Wonder Woman and Aquaman, even though they're successful in making movie, making money, they're mm-hmm. all part of dun, 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 Zack Snyder. So the the company wants to dis, wants to distance themselves from Zack Snyder, but they can't because they put every, all those past movies under Snyder's umbrella. 
and they were successful. How are you not going to make a Wonder Woman or an Aquaman? Aquaman was like one of the highest grossing movies, well, like second or third highest grossing movie for combo movies. How can you not make a sequel? You can't just automatically just say, oh, yeah, now he's in this and he's messing with, he's not messing with this Batman, he's messing with a Batman 20 years younger. And that's the thing, though. Like, the, um, they already aren't making sense with the way that they're laying out their, their movie plan now. If they were actually to do, like, uh, one of those big Comic-Con things and actually, like, and actually announce a new, the new, um, and announce the new, uh, timeline, hell, even do one of those, like, fancy animated packages or something like that to show the, uh, the new timeline and how it goes, fans would just accept it. If they knew they were getting a cohesive, uh, story, then they were getting good creator, uh, creative, uh, ran things from here on out that actually, um, um, that actually, um, that actually don't follow the, uh, that, that actually will not be messed with by the, by higher ups or suits that'll actually let the, the directors and the, uh, the, the script writers and everything make the movies that they actually want to make. I think fans will be all for that. If they know that a movie gets announced and it's actually going to, it's actually going to come out on time and not be pushed back to two years later and, and like production hasn't even started yet. So uh, I think they would be all for it. They'll just accept it. Okay. I know this has been put out a lot of times. This is why I think you do. I think you you te- you um, deal with it like you do the TV universes, right? You say that mm-hmm. each of these movies are in their own Earth, their own universes, and then uh, you have all these movies going separately, making all the money that they want, and then you have a um, uh, Infinity Crisis style event, and you just like the like the TV shows, and you just collapse them all into one. Mm-hmm. You could, you could bring back old actors like you did in the TV star. So you could have Henry Cavill <laughs> reprise his role as Superman. You have the younger Superman. You could have all these old people reprise their roles, die off, whatever, and you collapse it all into one universe and you move on. That's do that's something. what you do. That's what you do. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's, what else are you going to do? You you have three universes. You have the old. DC Snyder universe. You have the new universe you're building with the Batman. So Birds of Prey, if I remember correctly, is I, I don't even know where Birds of Prey goes because Birds of Prey is old school Snyder universe. But as far as I know, it's supposed to be I think interacting with Matt Reeves' Batman. So I'm I'm confused by that. Mm-hmm. You see, and and then you got Suicide Squad, which I think. Is, is still part of uh, Burst of Prey because I believe the ending of Burst of Prey is supposed to lead into Suicide Squad, right? So that's her. After all this ish that happens with um, Harley Quinn, she goes back into Suicide Squad. And then you have the Batman, which is, like I said, it's its own universe. And you have Wonder Woman and Aquaman who are in the same universe but not interacting with one another. You got Black Adam and Shazam who are in the same universes but not acting with one another and you have joker and all the other sequels which are in a totally different universe so you have three universes it's a it's a cluster f but you know right now all they're looking at is hey we're just going to take a movie at a time and if we're making billions of dollars off of each movie like the joker then so be it they don't i have, um, be, they I have a question be. for you oh god go ahead don't you feel fatigued no <laughs> You don't. I, no, I just. You don't feel exhausted talking about. Yeah, no. no, I just. Want, I want. I want a. I want a good movie, man. Like I. Like I've seen Marvel stuff, right? If you want to say fatigue and stuff, 
maybe you know for marvel it's like that's why i don't like with the disney plus universe and they're like all the tv shows i'm like for me everybody's all excited i'm not really i don't care i'll get to it when i get to it it's not something like oh my god i can't wait right after mm-hmm. after in game i'm good man <laughs> i'm not rushing to the next i'm not rushing to the next uh marvel movies What's the next one? Eternals? Or, I'm good, man. I'll see it when it comes out, but I'm not. I'm not like, like, oh my god, I can't. You're not wait. excited by it? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not at that point. I'm excited like, for Blade. And I, I don't even care. <laughs> I do. I'm very excited for Blade. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want to see PG. Look like it's going to be. Uh, I don't care for PG-13 Blade. The, uh, I don't care for PG-13 uh, Blade. Sometimes I, I, I feel that PG thirteen actually makes uh, the directors actually work uh, harder. They go fam- outside of the box. Family friends. I mean, like, uh, like honestly, um, honestly, like, um, where are you gonna miss from Rated R Blade? Gore, nipples. Yes, all of it. Gore and nipples. Mm-hmm. That's, that's uh, a different tone, for you. a different adult tone to it, a more mature tone. Instead of family, tone no, no, PG-13. it's a family friendly dude. It's friendly, family friendly. It's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy friendly fan. At family friendly tone. I'm 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 good, dude. I'm good. We'll see. We'll uh, see. Uh, but yeah, so like we're, after we're Endgame, I'm good. I felt like that was the perfect ending to that long saga. And I won't get hyped for the new saga until I get in three, four movies into the new saga and I'm like, okay, this is where they're going. Okay, this is the new bad, this is what's happening, okay, this is the new character. And then, you know, then you'll get back into the hype. But right now, it's like I busted my nut. I'm just recovering. It's time for me to take a nap and then I'll wait for the next day, you know, to get my shit wet again. That's just the way I look at it, you know? And that's how I feel. It's quite a metaphor. Yes. (laughs) But with uh, Batman, (laughs) you know I mean? With DC, it's like, A-O-A-O. Like, it's ups and downs, right? Like, you you, you start to see, like, you're almost there, but you drop the ball again. So I'm I'm waiting for... When I see... Yeah. When I see the um, DC stuff, I see I see Fallout seventy six, and I see uh, I see Des- I see Bungie's Destiny when it was under Activision. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Like I like constant promises, constant fuck ups, um, lip service, not actually fixing things, fucking with the people who can actually fix your problems, like egos, um, like um, too many chefs in the kitchen. That's the that's the sort of shit that I that I feel that I get when I whenever I'm looking at DC. Uh, so like uh and so, I I um just like everybody else, I, I wanna I want good DC movies. They've already shown they can make good DC movies when the um when the suits actually step back and let people do what they're doing. So it's like I and hell, even if you want to do this whole um this whole confusing jumble of uh three to four different universes, as long as you keep like allowing people to produce good content, I'm I'm uh, completely down for it. I don't have any faith that they're going to do that. Like, um, there have been three different guys now who have tried to to uh, step in and pull a uh, Feige, so to speak, and actually rein it in and have, like, one creative pathway for, like, uh, everything to uh, follow. Like, um, you don't have anything like that. It, it really does feel a lot of the time like it's we're just going to throw a bunch of shit at, wall, at the wall and see what sticks. Sorry to beat a dead horse, but, like, I'm... Even now, I can't even like uh, I can't drum up any excitement for anything they they may possibly put out. I hear you sound like um, Stadia customers right now. 
<laughs> Segway. <laughs> so so Stadia has come out. That's your uh, your baby. You've been um, champion St- uh, Stadia. Um, mm-hmm. Other people uh, like uh, Mega um, has been champion Cloud more so than Stadia, but Cloud. So Stadia has launched, and um, like a lot of consoles, the launch wasn't very good. Uh, a lot of people who pre-ordered their Stadias who didn't get it, you know, they spent $130 to have it right then and there. Uh, they were getting delayed, and a lot of them were actually employees of Google. Um, you got people who bought games, and then, like, two weeks later, so those games are free in their paid services. It's, it's people not getting uh, 4K and... Stadia courses blaming the developer saying, hey, you know, we're capable of 4K, but if you don't get 4K, then, you know, that's more of a issue with the developers and they need to fix it. <laughs> which is them pointing fingers. What's, what's, what's your take on um, on Stadia itself? Uh, I still think it's a good idea. I think that um, Microsoft's xCloud is actually handling it a whole lot better than uh, Stadia is. And even though I was, I was inter- I've been interested in cloud gaming for quite some time, but I actually thought that uh, Google with its mass resources, uh, not that Microsoft, uh, not that Microsoft doesn't have mass resources, but uh, Google with its um, its global reach, its mass resources, its its uh, uh, how much it knows the internet and how like um, and like how many server farms they have uh, all over the world, I thought that they would actually like uh, they would actually come out of the uh, the park swinging like with a product that was going to be hard for both X Cloud and and the revamped version of uh, PlayStation Now to catch up to. But uh, from their when they did their when they did their Google show and then they did their uh, their E three video. Flat, it, it flat out showed to me that like um, uh, not only was the product uh, not only was the product rushed, it also showed me that the people that they had in charge of this didn't know anything about games or the community they were uh, pitching this to. Like um, like uh, <clears throat> for instance, um, like like for instance, they could have easily came out the gate and said that. And and gave somebody the small promise of, um, we're gonna. This is gonna be a. Uh, this is gonna be a, at least a a twelve year commitment. So um, so basically, anybody who buys into it, uh, they'll know for at least that that Google is gonna be working on this for twelve years. That they're around for the long haul. That they're around. They're really invested in getting it right. But they can't even tell us. They can't even like promise you that they're gonna have a commitment. And they and they're known for like killing off a lot of their. Uh, a lot of their um, apps and programs that they made. So that's all that already put a, a bad taste in people's mouths. Can I say something and a little bit about that? So if you're going to, if you're going to commit to a 12 year thing, you can't come out of the gate with at a $130 price tag, plus a subscription fee, plus an additional uh, fee. If you want to get 4k, you, you can't do that, man. You, sure you can. You just have to have good marketing. No, nah, like you have to say, nah, yeah, nah. as long as you, you like, let me, let me, tell, um, let me, let me, let me say it to you correctly. No, you can't tell me, right, so hey, what? give us $130 plus subscribe plus play for video games. And, oh, you want it in the 4K? Yeah, you got to pay an upsell charge for that. 
Like I said, once again, let me but say don't worry. correctly how they But don't worry, we'll give, you, the... we'll, we'll give you that 4K sometime down the line within that 12 years. <laughs> but keep paying us that $9.99 a month for it. This is how this is how it should have been marketed. They should have came out of the gate and it should have been like, uh, all right, so we have the Founders Pack. The Founders Pack is for everybody who wants to jump in early, but it's an early access move. So basically, like uh, a lot of the features aren't going to be available at first. But what the founder pack, what the founder pack gives you, is what's going to be our, our, um, our day one watch, nine dollars and ninety nine cents a a month subscription mode, which is basically going to be like your, uh, your Xbox Live or your PS Plus. You'll basically get a, you'll basically get two games free a month, um, and this and this model will actually allow you to uh, get a, will actually allow you to do four uh, K uh, streaming at sixty frames per uh, per second. Now, what else you get with the uh, Founders Pack? Of course, you get the remote control. You get the, uh, the the Google Stadia controller, and you also you allow to invite and bring a friend for also, so they get the they get the controller and they get the first three months for free as well before going into the nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. If that's if you're not if you don't want to be part of uh, if you don't want to be an early founder, you don't want to be uh, part of the early access model, then you can just wait to jump on. When the 9.99 model launches, and if the and if the uh, subscription mode isn't for you, like you just want to actually uh, try it out for free in January 2020, we will be actually launching our free mode. So that will be actually like the Steam store and the Epic stores that you're used to, where you'll just be able to purchase your game. Now um, we are we here at Google are actually committed to a 12 to 15 year uh, cycle, which is the cycle of a normal console, to actually getting this right. So we're not going to pull the, the wool uh, out from under you. So at least you'll know that we are fully committed to this project for at least 12 to 15 years. And then on top of that, if for any reason that our app dies, we will give you a downloadable code of the game. So games that you bought, you still will be able to play on your uh, your PC. We will not be responsible for any updates or anything of that game afterwards because the service will no longer exist. But you will get a code of that game in the uh, in the absence that we do pull the plug. And you also will know that we are fully committed to at least one console cycle of making this work. First off, sounds much sounds much better, right? It does sound better. But first off, nobody's going to commit to a twelve-year plan. That would be just stupid. <laughs> that would be just dumb. <laughs> number two, number two, you codes for games. Games die, man. How many games come out? They go into what early access, whatever you want to call it. They get all their money, and then two to three years, they're dead, removed. I mean, Dead by Daylight just had Death Garden that they tried to basically relaunch three times and the game is dead and they're closing down the servers. Hyper Universe, dead. Um, um, Brink, dead. Not Brink. uh, What was that one game I used to play where you would go into the um, dungeons? But the point is that (laughs) games come and go, right? The longevity Mm -hmm. of games is is it's different chaotic. from a console it's though it's cha- my no, thing it's is if you if you're even gonna if you're gonna even travel into the waters of the shark the the uh the sharks that are uh, that is the gaming community you're gonna have to take a you're gonna have to be willing to take a company loss and actually like um and actually throw that commitment out there if you want your if you want the actual trust of uh of people who are already um not wanting to trust you because one you're google and two um, because you're you're um, offering a uh, streaming service over traditional gameplay, which a lot of uh, gamers are already against in the first place. So that commitment needs to be part of your business model. Like 
if you're not willing to go in but the fact that you might lose money and it's a long-term period then you shouldn't step into it in the first place uh, oh, yeah. another thing i think another thing i feel they should have done is actually um is actually uh filled it with people who actually know the gaming communities know how to talk to gamers and know what to look for they have and, phil harrison former uh, guy from microsoft xbox who was pioneering their stuff you have phil harrison who has how many years running the xbox division come on <clears throat> they have somebody let me reword <laughs> <laughs> they need to have somebody like um there's a certain guy who was super popular in the face of Sony who just got kicked to the curb by Sony. Well, uh, maybe they threw some money his way. Ah, uh, you trying to get what's his face? Uh, crooked teeth. Mr. Sean Layden. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean Layden, yeah. So yeah, it's like you get this guy, um, so you get this guy to come over. Not only do you automatically buy yourself, um, not only do you automatically um, um, buy yourself some loyalty amongst um, Sony fans who still associate his face with the brand, so you you buy some loyalty there, and then you get some guy, and then you get a guy who really, really um, like um, who who really knows how to to breathe hype into uh, people watching the uh, the program about what they can expect from the platform, and then like he also like. Um, this is me assuming because I, I don't know, but I'm assuming he has tons of connections with uh, third-party developers. So he probably could have bought a whole lot more uh, third-party companies, uh, like stilled the waters and made them not so nervous about coming in to, uh, to work for, um, to, to develop games for Stadia. So uh, which, that's which, what... what you need to do is you need to do a Microsoft and Mixer and you need to throw some money at Phil over in Microsoft get him <laughs> over to Stadia and have him make no, all those partnerships. No, don't do that because Microsoft will die. Because <laughs> <laughs> Phil is killing it over there. He's just killing it over Yo, there. Yo, I'm, I'm telling you, man, like, Matt Booty might be able to hold the ship, on, the ship going for a while longer, but both him and Phil leave. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Microsoft is going to die, well, the gaming division will die within a year. Yeah. Yeah. If even so, that. <laughs> so, so who, who's Stadia for, right? You you keep saying console, but Stadia is not a console, right? Nothing about it is console. But Stadia is it, Who's it marketed towards? And that's another thing that I feel that they seem to fail to do because everybody always keeps saying, like, uh, who's it marketed for? I don't understand it. So, like, um, to me... Uh, cloud-based gaming is for um, is for people like myself who are either a they cannot afford a um, a high-end gaming rig, um, they cannot uh, they cannot afford a mid-range gaming rig, and the computer that they have um, won't even play uh, like a low-powered modern games in potato mode. So with like this, so for example, like uh, so if I'm so if I jump on cloud gaming and you're playing like uh, you're playing like Destiny. Then I can play Destiny with you on my rig, uh, and if it was working correctly, 4K, 4K at 60 frames per second. So I can play like I have like a, uh, I can play like I have a high end rig, and I can play games with my uh, friends who can also afford these type of machines. Yeah, but the thing so is, I don't have to. But in most markets, though, they, in most markets you have you have data caps, right? 
and mm-hmm. Stadia just gobbles up bandwidth. Like, like they, like they're advertising. Oh, 35 megabits per second. Uh, all, ten, all you need is 10 megabits per second down, and you're good. Huh. When, when, when other people were doing tests, they're looking at Stadia, and it's gobbling 400 to 500 megabits per second. <laughs> So, so that that I alone would... is going to kill your cap. You, if you got, let's say, a let's say you have a fifty gig cap, or let's even just say you have a five hundred gig cap, you're going to suck that up in about two weeks, man. I have if an that... idea for that as well. I was talking to um, I was talking to my wife about that, and I had an idea about that also. And I was saying to her is like, um, if I were running that division, I would personally go to uh, I'll personally go to uh, IP providers. And I will offer them a, um, I will offer them a cut of the um, subscription fees, um, with a guaranteed on a, a a guaranteed fallback. So if the subscription fees don't meet the amount that they want, they'll still get a certain amount from me to, to cover the uh, the other end. Mm. So that way they don't actually cap those speeds against um, their internet service, and they can even actually come out looking like the good guys, basically saying that they're not going to cap. They don't cap your um, your uh your speeds when using um using this particular game service so when so you the look at- uh, ip bro- so the ip provider actually comes out looking like a good guy they're actually going to get money on the back end from uh, from subscription um service to actually cover uh to actually cover the amount of um bandwidth that they're going to have to use to actually um to actually keep up with uh keep up with services like stadia so I think that's that's my that would be my idea to try to tackle it anyway. So let me let's let's all right. So I have a little bit of an idea on on this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into it, but let's just say I do, right? I do. Trust me, people. <laughs> without giving them too much away, I I know a little bit about this. You stuff, know right? stuff. <laughs> so 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 when you look at the internet, right, and what you travel, right, the speeds that people get are not needed in the internet, right? So let's see, even if you do 10 megabits per second, even if you got a 500 megabits per second pipe, right? You're browsing the internet, you're looking at a video, you're not gonna use that much, right? It, the bit rates of Netflix are usually, maybe I think go as high as maybe 35 megabits per second, right? So mm-hmm. as a person, you're not gonna use that much of a pipe. So even though you may get like a gig service or 500 megabits, you're, for the most part, you're gonna only use about 10% of that, right? at a given time outside of maybe doing a speed test you're never going to or if you're um uploading or downloading something like files storage torrent whatever you're not going to see that use of that cat right so from a provider standpoint you can have a whole bunch of people because you know what that pipe will never be filled because at the most a person's going to be doing it's about 35 right average person right but, you know, if you go and senior places, they're doing like one megabit, five megabits per second, right? Because they're all doing, they're yeah. doing sending email. So nobody's using that pipe. So now here comes Stadia, right? And you're telling me, hey, I should be used to, most of my people are going to start sucking up 300 to 500 megabits, even though you're advertising uh, 35. You're, you're, you're doing, you know, a thousand times that. <laughs> and you got multiple people. Now what happens is now you start to see congestion in that pipe. That that traffic starts to get kind of filled, right? So before you have okay. motorcycles and bikes going down that highway, now you got tanks and Hummers. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> and and now they're taking up more and more of that space, and you're you're running into an issue. So, I, I hear what you're saying. It's it's something that's gonna our technology. Like I said before, our technology is gonna have to change a little bit. We're gonna have to be able to uh, adapt now to a point where internet itself isn't as small anymore, and it's now expanding. So I don't know if they do better by just doing compression. Maybe Google does better compression on their standpoint, and they shrink down whatever they're sending out, because that's what Netflix did. Netflix was huge. They got a better compression for their video that gives you pretty much the same service, the same fidelity, but at a smaller frame rate, not frame rate, um, bandwidth consumption. So now, you know, your bandwidth is a lot smaller than what it is. That's how it all works, you know? So I'm guessing that's something that Google Stadia is going to have to do because, <clears throat> dude, sucking up 500 megabits per second. Five, listen to that. 500 megabits per second. 500 megabits per second. And you're running that for hours? Nah, man. I, I don't think uh, many ISPs are going to enjoy that. <laughs> They're gonna they're they're gonna have to it's gonna get to a point where they're gonna have to start dedicating like a hundred customers to one line, where before you're doing thousands if not close to millions like hundreds of thousands of people in a line now you you're dedicating a hundred, <laughs> no one's gonna have that's I mean that's a lot of money now don't get me wrong, we have a lot of old technology here in the states that could be changed you know, but um, that costs money. So are you <laughs> saying that if the if the infrastructure was up to par? then you feel that um, uh, stuff like this would actually be uh, capable and easy. To oh, yeah, off. definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I, I've, I've, that was always my argument. My argument with cloud is it's not so much just that the technology is outdated, it's that we have an older system, right? If you look at other countries and the way they um, deliver services, um, like look at Romania, dude. They have like the number top three or five quickest internet in the world. It, because their whole infrastructure was built ground up fiber all of it you know is they have they 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 get like a gig down as normal service <laughs> gig down gig up as normal service right it, it, us we were we're coming from an age where we were still delivering stuff via telephone lines <laughs> you know so uh, i don't know if if moving to a 5g is the best thing to do you know for this where now everything is communicated through wi-fi but then you got a whole bunch of problems with um people being on the same you know frequency traffic you know screwing up stuff uh, you know it's a lot of stuff that goes into that you know with signals and getting interference and degrading the signal which then therefore degrades the quality and the strength it's a lot of stuff you gotta look into about with that but um I'm not sure. I, I think that um, in a couple of years we got to do it, but I think it has to be something that has to be mandated by the government. And I think the government has to um, offer programs. You know, you got a lot of ISPs, right? Google was putting out fiber everywhere and they stopped because guess what? It's fucking expensive as fuck. You know, <laughs> it is. I mean, they were they're like, oh, yeah, Google uh, fiber or whatever their thing was going out. And then they just shut it down. Another thing that Google shuts down. But it's because it costs so much money. You, if you if, if the government wants to upgrade our infrastructure, they have to, of course, give these big companies, you know, something to uh, convince mm -hmm. them to do it. You know, so. But um, yeah, man, good talk. We're about we're about the hour thirty minute mark, so uh, I guess we could wrap this up, man. I think uh, this was a fun uh, episode of Shoot the Shit, man. 
Yeah, it was nice to be back um, doing the podcast thing again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll try to make this uh, weekly, uh, schedule permitting. But um, welcome, sir, to the uh, first uh, welcome to the no video family. This is the second video. Thank we'll you. be transferring uh, uh, me and my wife's video of uh, Joker review, and then I think um, me and her have. Um, I think we're going to be reviewing the end of Titans, and then we're going to do some um, anime stuff, and then probably we might do a little bit of Mandalorian too. We don't know, but uh, yeah, definitely, man. This is good. Um, more shows. So this is just the start of the now. Uh, do you think you'll be around for the conspiracy corner, sir? Or will you break down some? Yeah, the, uh... I think it's gonna be fun. Yes. I think you need to invite Payne to, into that. That's his uh, just stomping ground. Yeah, I'd love yeah. To hear him on it. Well, I'll definitely send out a, an invite to him so that uh, yeah we can start looking at uh, conspiracies, and then uh, also with my brother, um, we're starting to do a web uh, web uh, series, um, which we'll uh, look into uh, slashers. Something that oh, me and him both like, you know, try to figure out who who the killer is. So, yeah, we got a lot of uh, good plans for this uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we're um, we're doing the basis of the stories and planning out each episodes. And then uh, once we get the script and everything done, then uh, I'll start recording probably all of them or most of them. And then we'll we'll start releasing them. So that sounds good to me. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So. Thank you, sir. So we're at the part now. No uh, give uh, give up all your social stuff. I'll pop it up on the uh, screen since these this video will be coming to YouTube. A little bit different than our P3, which used a lot of the podcast stuff. I might move it out to podcast only version. Uh, maybe we'll do both. Um, we'll see. But uh, yeah, so right now, sir, go ahead. Give your oh. uh, where people can find you. Yeah, yeah. It's basically Bitsaki, and you can find me anywhere on Instagram, um, Twitter uh anywhere where you do any sort of social media you can find me on that uh, i do want to say one thing to the audience uh, sure go ahead all right so like um from the words i'm about to say to you don't look at it don't look at it as me being like a uh a stupid lefty leftist libtard or any of that dumb shit just think about it like this uh a lot of you some of you younger some of you not you were groomed into a way of thinking that if a movie has anything about uh, politics in it that is social justice warrior pain. It's not very true. Like most movies, as far back as you go, like the person who's actually, uh, unless it's a popcorn flick, and even in popcorn flicks, the director is actually break, trying to express some sort of form of message in their movie. Like uh, no matter like uh, no matter what what optics they change to actually get the message out, a lot of the times. If you even go back and look at the DVD notes or go back and look at interviews with the director or the script writers, they're basically trying to uh, convey the way they feel about a certain event that's going on in the world at that time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you were basically, a lot of you guys, like, don't even know it. And, like, uh, you were basically groomed by miserable people to actually feel, to actually, um, to actually hate anything different than what, um, than what you were, than, than what you were used to. So, it's like, don't, um... And, and I'm not even saying that you don't have to that you have to like any um, any movie with a uh, a lead role with a person of color or a uh, a different gender as a lead role or or anything that actually has a uh, 
a political uh, message about it, just basically give the movie a chance first. Like, go, in, go into it with open eyes, look at the story, judge it on the story, the acting, um, the, the camera work, like, like uh, look at it as an actual movie. Don't look at it on your personal taste of what people have actually uh, pushed you up to actually feel disgusted by any, any time it's brought up to you. And um, and yeah, that that's basically it. And uh, you already got all my social media, so you can come and like call me any type of name you want. I really don't care. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So no problem. Um, no problem. For the show, uh, currently there's no social or anything. That's stuff that will come uh, later on down the line. Right now. Um, if you found this, you have our YouTube link. Uh, just make sure you click that bell and hit that subscribe button to stay alert to uh, whenever we mm. post. Uh, that's the important thing. And that's probably the best way to contact us is uh, via the YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll we'll definitely be there. But uh, if you want to contact me, Khan, there's multiple ways you could do so. You can always look at me on the, on the uh, Twitch TV, where I always stream usually Monday through Friday um, between 10 and uh, 12 a.m., 10 p.m., 12 a.m. Eastern Time. And that is at A as an Apple R G N A R G N. So that's where you can find me. And if you want to find me on Twitter, um, then sure. You know what? You could you could hit me on my personal one where I do a lot of uh, political bitching. And that's Moby, M-O-E-B-E-S. <laughs> and you might be questioning, why is your why is your Twitter at Moby's? It's because I didn't care for Twitter when I first made it. And I didn't want nobody to understand and be looking me up and typing me with stupid bull. And I never used Twitter until, well, maybe 10 years after the fact. So, so yeah, so you can find me at Moby's, M-O-E-B-E-S. So, um, mm-hmm. thank you, everybody, for coming in. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, always, too. Um, look at our older stuff. I'll, I'll give you a link down below to um, the Predatory Podcast uh, sound. What, where were we on? What was the name of that? Um, Woosh, Wooshka? Wooshka. Yeah. We're also on Spotify as well. Yeah, so I'll, I'll put some links below um, to to those uh, so that way you can listen to us talk about uh, Michael B and all that stuff. And, 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 and if you love the P3 podcast... Please let us know in the comments below, man. We hit us up on our uh, P3 podcast uh, Twitter. Ask for us to come back. Please. Yeah. And GNS, we love you, brother. Please come back. Yeah. Let us all come yeah. back and do it together. <laughs> let us all do it. I'm not saying, don't think I'm saying that GNS is the issue. No, it's not the issue. It's that <laughs> I have no way of contacting the guy. <laughs> He's so busy doing other stuff. I need to know. It's this thing that it takes three people, man. You're trying to coordinate the schedule with three people is just annoying. One person, I could with shoot the shit. I could do it solo. I could do it with with two beers. I could do it with GNS. I could do it with my wife. I could do it with anybody. I could have ten people, one person. It don't matter. You know, this is my podcast to do whatever the hell I want to do, say whatever the hell I want to say. You know, like the president in the Oval Office, who says whatever he wants to say. But we could get political. No matter whether you're Republican or a Democrat, you know, it don't matter. A liberal or conservative, it don't matter. 
this country is going to hell in a handbasket and we need to change. We need a shock to the system. We need to stop looking at old ideologies and we need to move to something new. I'm not saying that it has to be socialism, but shit has to change. And we as a people need to stop being so fucking selfish and thinking about ourselves and our families and that's it. No, 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 no. This is better. This is bigger than everybody, dude. We need to look at everybody equally. We need better for everybody because guess what you may have a job now you may not care about fucking uh, medical bills and so forth and and joe schmo who's not working who happens to be uh homeless or or wendy who just seems to be getting nothing but um you know uh checks from the government you could you could look down to all these little things these hand me outs and everything else but guess what you never know when you're in that situation and you never know when your opinion that might have ended something that might help you, you know, get stay on your toes for just a little bit longer. You got rid of. Don't look so down on people who aren't as, you know, who don't have the same benefits, the same chances uh, as you. It may not be because they they're not hard workers. It may not be because they're lazy. It may be because they never got the opportunity. Keep that in mind, people. We're all different. We all do things differently. But sometimes, you know, some people get more of a push than others. It happens. This life, we judge by what we see, what we smell, what we hear. And sometimes that goes past reason. And that's a problem. So I, I, I leave you all with this one thing before we go. Just try to be better. That's it. Simple as that. Just try to be a better human being and stop being such a selfish asshole. All right, folks, on a higher note. <laughs> Anything else you want to say, Matt, before we cut this out? Nope. I'm, t- I'm tired of yelling at people. I, I know they're not going to be live from America, going to be better. But hopefully, if I could change one child, one kid, one adult's uh, mindset, then you know what? I won. I'm happy. That's the way I look at it. Indeed. All right, Indeed. sir. Well, it was always fun shooting the shit with you. Word. Welcome to the know. And uh, until we meet again, like I said, hit, hit that subscribe button. Remember, we don't have an outro phrase. We got to come up with a good outro phrase. We'll come up with one next uh, next time. And also, also differently than the podcast, we may start adding cameras. Let us know if you want to see uh, cameras, what you want to change. Tell us all that shit. We may listen. We may not listen because, you know, it is what it is. We may not know nothing. We may have an opinion on everything. And we may just use the shit, but don't matter. We love you, whether you hate us or not. Peace out, everybody. (laughs) Later.